Welcome to Zichud of Simanu Emabrei Ram Goldai, and today Maserko Sukha Dav Chavav. The second parak, Hayashin Tachazimita. So the three Dabs are going to focus on number one. The Mishnah and Dav Chavhei Amadav stated, The sick and their attendants are putter from the mitzvah of Sukha. It was taught in a brisa, The Chol that was referred to in the Mishnah is not necessarily a Chol whose life is in danger, but even a Chol whose life is not in danger. And even if he merely has an eye ache or a headache. The Gemara goes on to distinguish between a Chol and a Mitzdarim in a Sukkah, that a Chol and his attendants are putter from the mitzvah of Sukkah, but the attendants of a Mitzdarim are not putter. The Aruchan there explains that throughout the year, a person will leave his home to attend to a sick person's needs. Therefore, during Sukkahs, he may leave the Sukkah as well. But a person would not leave his home to attend to a person experiencing mere discomfort. Therefore, he may not leave the sukkah for that purpose either. Point number two, the Mishnah stated, One may eat lightly outside of the sukkah. A bris was brought that taught, One may eat lightly outside the sukkah, but one may not nap outside the sukkah. Ravashi said, The Rabban were gozer against napping, lest one fall into a deep sleep. Abai challenged Ravashi from a brisa that taught that one may take a nap with his tulin on, but he may not take a deeper sleep. As Rashi explains, he might come to pass gas. Here too there should be a concern that he might fall into a deep sleep. When the first answer is rejected, Rabbi Baruchana said in the name of Yochanan, but we're dealing with one who puts his head between his knees. A person in this position is unlikely to fall into a deep sleep. Rabbi gave an alternative reason why one should not nap outside the sukkah. There's no fixed minimum for regular sleep. That is, even light sleep has the lachic status of regular sleep because a nap can also refresh a person. Rashi explains that with respect to tefillin, where the only concern is that one might pass gas, one is allowed to doze because a person does not tend to pass gas while dozing. And point number three, Rav said, It's forbidden for a person to sleep by day. Longer than a horse's sleep. And how long is a horse's sleep? She seen Nishme, 60 respirations. Rashi explains that's forbidden because of Bithal Torah. Abai said, Shin said the mark of the rub. Master's sleep, referring to his Rebbe. Rabbi Ranachmani was as long as Rav's, which was as long as Rebbe's, which was as long as Dove's, which was as long as a horse's nap, which is 60 respirations. The more relates that Abai would doze by day as long as it takes to travel from Pumpendisa to Bekove, which Rush explains was a distance of six parses. Rav Yosef recited the following Pasuk in reference to him. Ad Masai Atzal Tishkav Masai Takum How long will you recline? O sluggard, when will you arise from your sleep? So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah Dav Chafe Amaral stated, The sick and their attendants are putter from the mitzvah of sukkah. It was taught in a brace of Chosha Amru Chosha Ishbo Sakana. And while I feel Chosha Ishbo Sakana, the Chosha that was referred to in the Mishnah is not necessarily a Chosha whose life is in danger, but even a Chosha whose life is not in danger. I feel Chashbe Enav va I feel Chashbe Rosho. And even if he merely has an eye ache or a headache, the Gvor goes on to distinguish between a Chosha and a Mitzdar in a Sukkah, that a Chosha and his attendants are putter from the Mitzvah of Sukkah, but the attendants of a Mitzdar are not putter. The Oracle in there explains that throughout the year, a person would leave his home to attend to a sick person's needs. Therefore, during Sukkahs, he may leave the Sukkah as well. But a person would not leave his home to attend to a person experiencing mere discomfort. Therefore, he may not leave his Sukkah for that purpose either. Point number two, the Mishnah stated, 
pointing to the Mishnah stated, One may eat lightly outside the sukkah. Bryce was brought the tot. One may eat lightly outside the sukkah, but one may not nap outside the sukkah. Ravashi said, The Rabbanim goes against napping lest one fall into a deep sleep. Abide challenged Ravashi from a brace of the taught that one may take a nap with his tefillin on, but he may not take a deeper sleep. As Rashi explains, he might come to pass gas. So here too, there should be a concern that he might fall into a deeper sleep. So when the first answers reject, Rabbi Baruchan has said in the name of Yochanan, Bameniach Rosho Ben Birkavaskinum. We're dealing with one who puts his head between his knees. A person in this position is unlikely to fall into a deep sleep. Rava gave an alternative reason why one should not nap outside the sukkah. Ein kevelushena. There's no fixed minimum for regular sleep. That is, even light sleep has the halachic status of regular sleep because a nap can also refresh a person. Because a nap can also refresh a person. Rashi explains that with respect to tefillin, where the only concern is that one might pass gas, one is allowed to doze because a person does not tend to pass gas while dozing. And point number three, Rav said, and point number three, and point number three, Rav said, Adam Lishon Biyom, and point number three, Rav said, Asal Adam Lishon Biyom Yos Meshenosos. It's forbidden for a person to sleep by day longer than a horse asleep. And how long is a horse asleep? Shisin Nishme. Shisin Nishme. Sixty respirations. Rashi explains that it's forbidden because of Bithel Torah. Abai said, Shin said the mark of the Rav, Master's sleep, referring to his Rebbe, Rabbi Bernachmani, was as long as Rav's, which was as long as Rebbe's, which was as long as David's, which was as long as a horse's nap, which is 60 respirations. The Gemara relates that Abai would doze by day for as long as it takes to travel from Bupendisa to Bekove, which Rashi says was a distance of six parses. Rav Yosef recited the following passing reference to him, Am Masai Atzal Tishka Masai Takum How long will you recline, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? All right, so now we go to Simmer Davchavav, and our standard simon is a military coup, a military coup, and the military takes over the government. So here goes. The army medics on duty during the military coup, who carried the hole with a headache on a stretcher, and were putter from mitzvah sukkah, shouted into their bullhorn to wake up the soldiers dozing outside, next to the sleeping horse. Once again in slow motion. The army medics on duty during the military coup, military coup, that must be more Davchavav. The army medics on duty during the military coup who carried the chol with a headache on a stretcher and a punch of mitzvah sukkah, which reminds us, the Mishnah had stated, chon misham shem paturim in a sukkah. The sick and their attendants are putter from the mitzvah sukkah, and it was not in a brisa. This applies to even a chol whose life is not in danger. Afil chash be'enav, afil chash be'rosho. Even if he merely has an eye ache or a headache. So the army medics on duty during the military coup who carried the chol with a headache on a stretcher and were putter from mitzvah sukkah, Shouted into their bullhorn to wake up the soldiers dozing outside, which reminds us that the Mishnah stated of Ochin Achilas Arayichutzlasukka, one may eat lightly outside the sukkah, and a bryce was brought the tot. Ochin Achilas Arayichutzlasukka, and Yeshen Yeshen is Arayichutzlasukka. One may eat lightly outside the sukkah, but one may not nap outside the sukkah. Ravashi said, Gezer Shemi Yeradem, the Rabbanim goes against napping, lest one fall into a deep sleep. Rava gave an alternative reason why one should not be outside the sukkah in Kvaloshena. There's no fixed minimum for regular sleep. That is, even light sleep has the halakhic status of regular sleep because a nap can also refresh a person. So the army medics on duty during the military coup, who carried the hole with a headache on a stretcher and were patrimed from mitzvah sukkah, shouted into the bullhorn to wake up the soldiers dozing outside 
next to the sleeping horse. Which reminds us, Rav said, It's forbidden for a person to sleep by day longer than a horse to sleep. And how long is a horse to sleep? Shitsunishme, 60 respirations. Rashi explains that it's forbidden because of Bizal Torah. So once again, the army medics on duty during the military coup, who carried the hole with a headache on a stretcher, and were putter from mitzvah sukkah, shouted into their bullhorn to wake up the soldiers dozing outside, next to the sleeping horse. Alright, now it's time for four blot back chazorah. Dav chabes, so the simmer dav chabes is a cab. So here goes. When the cab, cab, that must be more dav chabes. When the cab crashed into the sukkah muduvlelis with the staggered schach, which reminds us, the next mission states, sukkah muduvlelis v'shesilas marubah machamasa kasher sukkah. That is muduvlelis and whose shade exceeds its light. It's kosher. Rav said that it's a sukkah aniyah. It means a meager sukkah, one that's covered with a thin layer of schach with many gaps between the various reeds, but no gap is three tefachim wide. Shmuel said the mission refers to a sukkah whose schach is arranged so that one reed is up and one reed is down. And because of this arrangement, the sukkah is more sunlit than shaded. The mission is coming to teach that the sukkah is nonetheless kosher since the sukkah would be more shaded than sunlit if all the schach were on the same level. So when the cab crashed into the sukkah of Muduvrelis with the staggered schach, the upper reeds that were a tefach thick collapsed in between the lower reeds, which reminds us, regarding Shmuel's understanding that the sukkah of is a sukkah with staggered schach, Abai said that the sukkah is only kosher when there isn't a gap of three tefachim between the upper and lower schach. But if there's a gap of three tefachim, the sukkah is puzzle, but the two levels of schach cannot be viewed as joined together. Rava said that three tefachim of open space is kosher if the reeds of the upper level are tefach wide, damrin chaburami. For then we say, lower and cast the upper reed upon the space below. Rava asserts that the chabur only applies if the covering is at least a tefach wide, in which case the covering is wide enough to constitute an oil in its own right. So when the cab crashed into the sukkah muduvrelis with the staggered schach, the upper reeds that were a tefach thick collapsed in between the lower reeds, making the sukkah dark like a house. Which reminds us that the Mishnah stated, a sukkah that is thickly covered like a house, even though the stars cannot be seen from inside it, is kosher, but it was taught in a brisa. If the schach is so thick that even the rays of the sun cannot be seen from inside the sukkah, Beishamai puzzles the sukkah and Beishamai's makshir. Rashi explains that according to Beishamai, a sukkah with such thick schach is not like a sukkah at all. It's rather like a house, which is certainly puzzle for the mitzvah. Dav chav kimol. So the simmer chav kimol is kugelach. So here goes. When the Kugelach Championship, Kugelach Championship, that must be one of Chav Gimel. When the Kugelach Championship taking place in the sukkah on the boat suddenly stopped when the sukkah blew away, which reminds the Gemara says the town of the Mishnah that a sukkah on top of an agala, or Sfina kosher, is Rabbi Kiva, who argues with Ramon Gamliel. A Bryce relates Rabbi Kiva built a sukkah on a ship, and the next day it blew over, and Ramon Gamliel asked him rhetorically, Akiva, where's your sukkah now? Abai said that Ramon Gamliel and Rabbi Kiva disagree where it's possible for the sukkah to withstand a usual land wind, but cannot withstand an unusual land wind, which Rashi says is the equivalent of a usual sea wind. Ramagamliel holds sukkah's dearest kevabainan. A sukkah needs to be a fixed dwelling and must be able to withstand a normal sea wind. Rabbi holds that sukkah's dearest arabainan, and since it can withstand a normal land wind, it's kosher. So when the Kuglach championship taking place in the sukkah on the boat suddenly stopped when the sukkah blew away, the kids were transporting sukkahs on top of camels, which reminds the Gemara Ark Dov says that the Tana of the mission that states that a sukkah on top of a camel is kosher is Rabbi Meir, who argues with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds that we derive from Chagah Sukkos Tatsel Choshivas Yamin, the festival sukkahs you shall make for yourself for seven days, sukkah rui goshiva shma sukkah, that a sukkah that is fit for use for all seven days is deemed a kosher sukkah. But if it cannot be used for all seven days, it is not deemed a sukkah. Since a sukkah on top of an animal may not be used on the first day of sukkahs, 
which is Yantav, because of the Rabban against mounting an animal on Yantav, it's disqualified from the mitzvah altogether. Reb Meir holds the sukkah is fit with the rice for all seven days, and it's only the Rabban and the decreed against it. So when the Kuluch championship taking place on the sukkah on the boat suddenly stopped when the sukkah blew away, the kids were transporting sukkahs on top of camels to a sukkah that had a dead animal held up by cords as one of its walls. Which reminds the Gemara brings a bryson in which Ramir rules that a live animal may not be used as a sukkah wall. The Gemara asks what Ramir's reason is, and Abai said Shema Tammuz, and Rabbi Zera said Shema Tibrach, maybe it'll run away. The Gemara asks according to Abai, what concern is there that the animal might die if it's held up by cords from above, preventing it from collapsing? The Gemara answers that there are times that one stands an animal so that its top reaches to less than three tefachim from the schach, and a sukkah that's only ten tefachim high, and once it dies, it shrinks slightly, so the top is three tefachim or more from the schach, and it will not be on his mind to repair the defective wall, since it's not noticeably defective. Daf Chavdalad, the symbol Chavdalad, is a pitcher. So here goes. When the inflatable pitcher of air, pitcher, that must be on Daf Chavdalad. When the inflatable pitcher of air uses a sukkah wall, which reminds us on Daf Chav Gimel Amaral, where Bryce was brought, that taught the Rebbe holds that a live animal may not be used as a sukkah wall. After Abai and Rebbe Zera's explanations for Rebbe are disproved, the Gemara presents Rebbe Bar Yaakov's pshat. The Rebbe holds kol mechitza shomeres baruch in a mechitza. Any mechitza that stands erect because of breath is not a kosher mechitza. Others say the Rebbe Bar Yaakov said the Rebbe holds any mechitza that's not made by man is not a mechitza. The nafkamina between the two is where he propped up a wall with a note tapuach, an inflated wineskin. So when the inflatable pitcher of air uses a sukkah wall, popped when the cow with a get ridden all over it bit into it, which reminds us that we learned Rabbi Yosef Lui holds that one may not write a get on an animal. The Gemara explains Rabbi Yosef Lui learns from a kasavla and one writes for her that one might write a get on any type of writing service, not just parchment. The word safer teaches that it must be written on something similar to a safer, not food or living things. The Gemara explains that the Rabban who argue with Rabbi Yosef Lui and hold that one may write a get on an animal learn that the word safer teaches that a get should be a narration of words that convey that he's divorcing her. Rush explains that the word safer is not referring to the cloth, the writing surface, but rather the formula of severance that the husband is communicating within the get. Therefore, the Torah is not putting a limitation on any writing surface, and animals can be used as well. So when the inflatable picture of Eric uses a sukkah wall, pop, when the cow with a get ridden all over it bit into it, it flew into the tree serving as walls for the neighbor's sukkah. Which reminds the next mission states, if one makes a sukkah among the trees, with the tree serving as walls for it, it's kosher. The more questions of Rav Yaakov said that any mechitza that cannot withstand a normal wind is not a kosher mechitza. According to Rav Yaakov, the sukkah that uses trees as walls should not be kosher since they sway to and fro from the wind. The Gemara defends Rav Yaakov's ruling, clarifying that the mission is discussing a case where the trunk is stiff and the branches do not sway because they are braided with palm branches and bay trees. It's still necessary for the mission to teach that trees may be used as sukkah walls, for one might have thought we should be ghosts and the trees should be possible as walls, lest one come to use the tree on Yantav. Daf so the symbol of is a silver anniversary. So here goes. The husband who came late to his own silver anniversary dinner, silver anniversary, that must be more Daf Chafhei. The husband who came late to his own silver anniversary dinner on Sukkot and tried to excuse himself by claiming he was involved in another mitzvah, which reminds us that the next Mishnah states, Shulchem mitzvah between men those on a mitzvah mission are putter from the mitzvah of Sukkot. The Gemara brings the Pasuk from Kriyashma, and Ravuna said, and Ravuna said the Pasuk obligates one to recite Shema when sitting or going, only when these activities are Kederach, comparable to the way. 
Just as one takes it away for discretionary purposes, so to all situations mentioned in the Pasuk refer to those involved in the discretionary act, which comes to exclude this person involved in the mitzvah. So the husband who came late to his own silver anniversary dinner on Sukkot and tried to excuse himself by claiming he was involved in another mitzvah, and then a maize mitzvah, which reminds me, brings another source for Osik mitzvah, Patamina mitzvah, from Pesach Sheni, with those that were tummy from being Osik in the maize mitzvah, and teaches why both sources are necessary. If the Torah had only taught the principle from Pesach Sheni, one might have thought, Mishum du Matas but the Pesach. It's permissible because the Chi of the Garden Pesach had not arrived yet when they did the mitzvah of Mace Mitzvah. But here, regarding the time of Kriyishma, when the time of the mitzvah has arrived, one could say there's no exemption. And if it had been learned from Kriyishma, one might have thought it's because there's no Isakaris for failure to perform the second mitzvah. Whereas in the case of the Pesach, when there is an Isakaris, one would not be Pater. So the husband who came late to his own silver anniversary dinner on Sukkot and tried to excuse himself by claiming he was involved in another mitzvah, and then a mace mitzvah, couldn't stop feeling like a mourner as he sat alone in the sukkah the rest of the night. Which reminds us, Rabbi Abba Razavda said in the name of Rab, Avel chayv a sukkah, a mourner's chayv in the midst of a sukkah. And one might thought that since Rabbi Abba Razavda said in the name of Rab, Matstar patamina sukkah, one who experiences distress, is patamim sukkah, so to a mourner. Rabbi Abba Barzav is coming to teach Hanimili Tsar de Mamela. This implies only when the distress is inherent in the sukkah. But here, Ihu de Kabat Star It's he who's causing distress by dwelling on his loss. Iboyu Subidaiti is required to calm his mind from his grief and enable himself to perform the mitzvah of dwelling in a sukkah. Alright, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zikhu wishing you a great day and great learning.